Welcome to Purity for Purpose podcast channel. And basically today I'll be reading from Genesis chapter 3. And the emphasis is on God's grace and his tender mercies. Even when we mess up. That's the type of loving God that we serve. So I hope something is said and done that encourages you today. God bless you and know that God loves you. Um, when we sin before God, first and foremost, but when our sin causes us to hurt other people, when strongholds cause us to transfer those strongholds around those whom we love or those who are around us or those who are closest to us because of sin, because of the fallen nature of man. It lets us know as human beings how much we need Christ in our lives to deliver us and to set us free from strongholds, sin, uh, abuse, neglect, uh, traumas. It's only God that can deliver us. And how can God deliver us but through his word? But we have to do the work. We must do the work. Because if we don't do the work, how can we live this life by faith? And what I mean by do the work is we walk in the scriptures, we seek God, we pray until that change comes. Because the change had come for me and I thought it would never come. But God heard my cry, I would ask God questions, why this and why that, growing up as a youth. But God is a deliverer. God is a a healer. And certain things that we do in this life, we become ashamed of it. With, with, With sin comes guilt and shame. But with salvation come redemption and freedom and love from God. And I'm I'm going to read from Genesis chapter 3 when it talks about the fall of man. As as you know, the scripture, starting with verse 15. Well, let's go, let's start up at verse 10. So he heard, so he said, I heard your voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. And he said, who told you you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you, commanded you that you should not eat? Then the man said, the woman whom you gave to me. She gave me the tree and I ate. And the Lord said to the woman, What is this you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me and I ate. So, they didn't know they were naked at first because God only let them see a certain aspect of life. They only seen good. They didn't see evil. And the day the devil came, or the serpent, according to the scriptures, came and deceived Eve, saying that you have knowledge. She's going to have knowledge. She already had knowledge. She had knowledge of good only. But now, after eating the fruit, she had knowledge of good and evil. And then the Bible says that you now you see as we see. You see the good in the world and you see the evil in the world. But at first, they didn't see that. Only thing God allowed them to see is almost like an innocent child. 
before they're they're touched or tainted or or influenced by the world and the experience and and some of the experiences are trauma. Now they see the evil. A baby shouldn't see evil. A child shouldn't see evil. They shouldn't experience it. They're supposed to be protected, surely by their parents, not harmed by their parents. So now they see evil in the world. It's the same thing here. When they were in the Garden of Evil, they had everything made. They tended, all he did is had to live in the garden. God provided for him and his wife. Because he saw God, he communicated with God. And he, him, I'm speaking of Adam. So I'm going to jump up to eight. And they heard the sound of the Lord walking in the garden and the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord. God among the trees of the garden. When you sin, don't hide yourself from God. Repent and cry out and ask God to help you and to deliver you. Don't hide from God. But God is so loving. I'm going to tell you what he did at the towards the end of the reading. Then the Lord called to Adam and said to him, Where are you? Where are you? You know why he asked where he was? Because he left the presence of the Lord. It was a disconnect. It was a disconnect between Adam and God, his creator. And that's what we do not want to do as believers, disconnect from God. Because when we disconnect from God, we'll find ourselves in getting into any and every kind of mischief and every unkind of ungodly deeds because we disconnect ourselves from God. Don't disconnect from God. And when you fall, don't run from God. Run to Him with repentance. And cry out for deliverance. And repentance means asking for forgiveness. Because sometimes we don't always understand why we do the things that we do. Hallelujah. We know it's because of sin. We know that. But sometimes influences of our life and of our past and of our abuses causes us to fall into the same trap of sin that we've been exposed to as children. So when you fall short of the glory of God, a sin before God, repent. Don't hide from him. Cry out for help. So, I want to go back to the part of seven when he said, Then the eyes of both of them were open, and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. They made themselves coverings. They did. They did. Because now they seem both good and evil. And they made themselves coverings because they knew they were naked. Right? And God tells them the consequences behind their decision. But I'm going to go to verse 21. Also for Adam and his wife, the Lord made tunics of skin and clothed them. Then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us to know good and evil. And now, least he put out his hand and take also the tree of life and eat and live there and live forever. Therefore, the Lord God sent him out of the garden of Eden to till the ground from which he had taken when he was taken. So basically, Adam got kicked out of the Garden of Eden. And God had put angels to, uh, to cover, to protect the tree of fruit and life. To guard the tree of the uh, life. Okay. 
Now I'm going to go back to 21. Also, Adam and his wife, the Lord made tunics of skin and clothed them. God ended up clothing them. Even in a mischief. Even in their disobedience. Remember, they were already clothed. They were clothed with fig trees. They covered themselves with fig trees. But God clothed them with tunics of skin. And that's the part I want to focus on today. God gave them their, God told them the consequences for them disobeying him. So just know when we disobey God, there's consequences that follow. There's, there will be consequences that follow. But yet still God has mercy in the process. The consequence could be, could be being exposed like they knew they were naked. Shame, they were shameful before God. And they felt guilt. Consequences of sin. But at the same time, that loving God gave them consequences. But why did he make them clothes? Why did he make them clothes? They already had a fig tree. They already covered themselves with so fig trees, leaves together, rather. So why did God cover them? Why did he clothe them? Why did he clothe them? Because he loves his creation. He loves his children. Even though they did a great disservice by disobeying God and ultimately did a great disservice to humanity because we both know both good and evil now since the fall of man but God clothed them nonetheless God didn't kick them to the curb and, and did not continue to love them he clothed them he made them tunics of skin. He could have let them keep what they already had. But he made them tunics of skin. God is yet still providing for them. God is still letting you know that I'm there for you. God is letting you know I'm loving you through this thing. God also allowed them to, in chapter 4, for her to still bore a child. So this message is for those who are struggling in their lives today. Those who are struggling with temptation of the enemy. Those who have been struggling with being deceived by the enemy. Those of us who have experienced traumas who are struggling with the traumas in their lives and they're manifesting in our latter years or early years and we have to overcome and know that we want to undercome, overcome the challenges that we may uh, experience because of traumas and we issue those traumas out on other people. God's going to clothe you with his love and kindness and deliver you. You just continue to repent with a godly sorry and cry out to God, why? Why this is happening to me? God, help me from this thing. I don't understand it. I don't like it. Take it away. You have to cry to God and I'm a witness that God will deliver you. God will deliver you. God will deliver you. Because remember, he wants to. He wants to clothe you with his righteousness. Because the Bible says, love covers a multitude of sins. Not, not saying the sin is right. God didn't say what they did was right. Because they left their position. And he told them their consequences that will follow. As a parents today, when you see your kids doing something that doesn't line up with the word of God, especially when it possibly can hurt other people, 
As a parent, you have to tell them the truth. No matter how old they are. No matter how old they get. Because you're responsible to let them know the truth. Because God put you in that role. Now, for those parents who hurt their children, I recommend you to repent. Just like the scriptures apply to you as well. For hurting your kids. Abusing your kids. God clothed Adam and Eve with with a tunic of skin, with tunics of skin. He could have just let them have their little fig leaves, but he gave them some leather. And God will clothe you with his righteousness. God will give you the strength to go through what you need to go through to get to the other side for the deliverance. Because God has prepared a way through His Son, Jesus Christ, that we don't have to wallow in sin, wallow in trauma, wallow in depression, wallow in abuse, wallow in abusive patterns. We don't have to do that. But it's going to be work, and I'm going to be honest with you. Work through praying and fasting, crying out to the Most High God. And if you need counseling as well. Because it's only God who can deliver, and you don't want the same thing happening after generation after generation. So we break generational curses in the name of Jesus. Of all types, alcoholism, drug addiction, abuse, sexual abuse, incest, cussing, lying, adultery, cheating, poverty, depression, anger, bitterness, hatred. We break those generational curses that pass down from one family generation of person to the next generational person. I break those today in the name of Jesus through this message that God covers or clothes us with his righteousness. But, but know that there's consequences to what you do as well. But his love covers us. His love protects us. When we say that we're not right, when we admit that we made the mistake, when we when we don't pretend like there's nothing that went wrong, and we know that something went wrong, God is near those who have a contrite heart, a humble heart, a humble spirit. So my prayer is that you go to God today. Inquire of the Lord to help deliver you. Seek for prayer. It's almost like I'm going to say like an alcoholic until God totally delivers you. Don't put yourself in predicaments of temptation. If you know you have a certain... certain weakness proclivity to do a thing stay away from the thing that you know that you will give into so that means that's up to you it's your responsibility it's your responsibility to make sure you have self control and sometimes our consequences is oh People know, and now they're distant from me because they know that's the consequence. And you have to accept it, even though it hurts. Because, because you may have sowed the seed of robbing from people and stealing from people, and when you come around, people don't want to be bothered. People don't trust you. People are afraid. That's the consequence of your sin, even though, even though you don't do it any longer. 
and it, it's going to take time for people to come around, but that is a consequence of your sin that you did. And you got to bear that cross because I don't even want to say bear the cross. You have to bear the consequence of that sin that you committed. Bearing your cross is suffering for righteousness sake. But when you sin, far short. And that's like adamant when you disobey God, right? There's a consequence that follow it. And sometimes it's shame, guilt, and embarrassment. Or as I mentioned, people might want to stay for away from you because you stole. They found out that you you a thief. And so that's the consequences. You're not being around them. It doesn't mean that God don't love you. It's just a consequence of what you did. So that's what I mean as, 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 as believers. We have to do our part. We can read the word, the scripture, but we got to act it out. I want to, I, I want to go steal today. So don't go to the shopping store if you know you want to steal today. This is where we have to learn, learn ourselves, learn our limitations until, until there's complete, total deliverance. Because the Bible says we practice self-restraint. We practice self-restraint. We have self-control. God wouldn't tell us that if we didn't have the ability to do it. But those who feel that they don't have the ability to do it, ask God to fill you with the Holy Spirit. And ask God, hey, when you feel a certain way, make a way of an escape for me. But the only way the way of escape really works, if you're really in constant communication with God, I'm just going to be real. Because God has made plenty of ways of escape for me that I did not listen to. That I did not listen to. Seriously, God made so many ways of escape to me, and I knew it was the Holy Spirit that told me certain things. But I quenched the Holy Spirit and ignored the Holy Spirit, and did what I wanted to do. And trust me, I paid the consequences for it all. But God loved me, and He still clothed me with His mercy. And it's grace that I'm still here. But I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I paid for it. Because I disobeyed God. I disobeyed my Heavenly Father. But I want you to know because God loves His children... He's going to get you through the other side. He's going to take you to the next level. Just like he clothed, made Adam and Eve tunics of skin and clothed them. He made, he still made provisions for them. Even though they had consequences for their actions, for their sins. God will make God will make something for you and clothe you with his grace and mercy and righteousness as well. So I just want you to be encouraged today. I know no matter what the consequences is, that God will get you through it on the other side. He will get you through it on the other side. Because God has got me through the other side of the things that I've been through and I've experienced growing up as a child as a teenager, and as a young adult, crying out to God on a plethora of things that I've experienced in, in my life. And I can tell you, He has changed my desire to be like His. I've gotten to a place that I tell God, I don't want to be with nobody who do certain things that displease Him. Because I don't want to have no soul tie to any person that does not operate and the way that God would have us operate in holiness. 
And that, that includes sexual sins. Because when you sleep with people, you you get their pervert. If they're a perverted person, those perverted spirits can jump off on you. You become one soul with a perverted person. God don't want you to do that. No, God just don't want you to do that. So my prayer is that my brothers and sisters be wise today. Know that God loves you. He cares about you. He wants the best for you. He loves you. And love covers a multitude of sins. It does cover a multitude of sins. But at the end of the day, as Christian, as believers, you must do your part in following what God teaches you to follow and my, my prayers like David did David did a lot of crying out a lot of crying out to God a lot of crying out listen Psalms 103 bless the Lord O my soul and all that is within me bless his holy name bless the Lord O my soul and forgetting at all his benefits who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. The Lord execute righteous and justice for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses. He acts to the children of Israel, the Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in mercy. He will not always strive with us, nor will he will not nor will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins. Look at look at that. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. That is a loving God. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, as far as the east is from the west, so is our, hold on. has he removed our transgressions from us as a father pity his children so the Lord pities those who fear him for he knows our frame he remembers that we are dust as for man his days are like grass as flowers in the field so he flourishes for the wind passes over it and it's gone and it places remember it no more but the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him and his righteousness to the children's children to such a keep his commandments and to those who remember his commandments to do them the Lord has established his throne in heaven and his kingdom rules over all. Bless the Lord, you his angels, who excels in strength, who do his word, heeding the voice of his word. Bless the Lord, all you his hosts, you ministers of his, who do his pleasure. Bless the Lord, all his works, and all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. And this is David is talking about how good and merciful God is and how he forgets our sin as far as from the east is from the west. Hallelujah. So they far, so far has he removed our transgressions from us as a father pities his children. And, and this is the love of God. Just like he, he clothed Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden after they sinned. After they disobeyed God. He still made them tunics. 
he did not he did not leave them with the fig trees after they discovered a good and evil because they disobeyed him eating from the tree of good and evil God told them not to eat from that tree but they did it but his love said okay there's consequences to follow he gave them consequences but he still made them close and he made them a tunic of skin and he covered them he covered them covered them and the Bible says love covers a multitude of sins and according to Psalms 103 it says it's right here hallelujah his acts to the children of Israel the Lord is merciful and gracious slow to anger and abounding in mercy hallelujah so this message is encouraging those people out there who are, who are struggling with a thing don't give up keep praying keep repenting keep crying out to God to help you and trust me trust me God will because I've been there God is a deliverer don't don't run from him go closer to him like Adam and Eve they ran from him they hid from him don't hide from God First, 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 Adam, he, he, he left the presence of God. Don't leave the presence of God. Don't leave it. Because God was like, where are you? You used to talk to me every day. Don't leave it. You keep talking to God. Talk to God about everything. Hallelujah. Because God went looking for, see, God is so loving. God went looking for Adam. He looked for Adam. He just didn't leave him where he was. And Adam was honest with God. He said, well, God, I hid from you because we, cause we were naked. And God's like, who told you you were naked? He told on himself right then and there. He said, so you ate from the tree of good and evil. He said, so now you're like us. You know good, like the Lord, God. Now you know about good and evil in the earth that exists. God didn't want them to know that. But sometimes life experiences causes us to know good and evil at a young age nothing of our own fault sometimes experience or our parents or trauma at, at, at a young age hallelujah hallelujah but God God covered them he clothed them even after they made their own covering he made them a better covering that's his love and his kindness and his mercy. Hallelujah. Yes, they received consequence. Maybe the consequence was shame and guilt. But God got them through it. On the other side of it, it's another side to this thing. That God's going to use it for his glory. Hallelujah. I've been there and I know it. Hallelujah. You just see God. You... I remember it was years before deliverance came. Hallelujah. Sometimes it takes years. But you keep pursuing God. Don't hide from him. Don't run from him. Be honest with God. And he'll do that thing. He will do it for you. He will heal you. He will deliver you. He will set you free. You won't have certain desires anymore. Because sin can be passed on from generation to generation. Hallelujah. Just like just like Adam and Eve made the, the they disobeyed God in the Garden of Eden, that fell on mankind. That fell on you and me. Although we didn't do it, but it still fell on us. Because of their disobedience. It fell on humanity. So we know both good and evil. And unfortunately, sometimes children experience good and evil before we feel that they should. Because of alcoholism, drugs, addiction, abuse, lies, cheating, whatever the case may be. Neglect. Now they know good and evil. At a very young age. But God is a cover. God loves us. He loves his children. He understands. He's going to take, take that which the devil meant for evil. He's going to turn it. 
to meaning for, for good because it tells me right here how God made Adam and Eve a tunic of skin and clothed them. He didn't have to do that. He could have let them walk out the garden with just a fig tree, uh, fig leaves. That's a sign of his love still. That's a sign of his kindness still. And then, according to Psalm 103, bless, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities. He forgives all your iniquities when you repent and ask for forgiveness. Who heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from destruction. So the devil wants the devil wants us to be destroyed in more ways than one. He just don't come in one way. He comes in several ways. Who crown you with loving? Listen to this. Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies? Not just mercies, tender mercies. Hallelujah. He doesn't. He doesn't. He's tender with his mercy. It's not a harsh that's why he's so good to us he gives us what we don't deserve hallelujah hallelujah he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't give us a, a, a what actually we should get for for disobeying him and his favor gives us what his favor gives us good things that we that we didn't work for. You understand? So, so, listen to that. It says, tender mercies who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Isn't that a beautiful thing? It's beautiful. It's beautiful. He's slow to anger and abounding in mercy. His acts to the children of Israel the Lord is merciful and gracious. So I want you to be encouraged today, believer. But I want you to be encouraged today because he loves you. He loves you so much. And I know it for a fact that God is a deliverer. You just, you just keep pressing on. You don't give up. You trust God. You cry out to God. I don't care how many times it takes. Because he hears his children. And some people who do things, they don't care what they do. Hallelujah. That's what makes you a Christian because you care about what you do. God puts something in you. Sometimes deliverance is immediately. Sometimes it's a process. And sometimes that process can take days, weeks, months, years. But I want you to know, my brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, God indeed is a deliverer. He's faithful. He's faithful. He's faithful to them that believe. Hallelujah. So I love you today. God loves you today. My brother and sister in Christ Jesus. Know that. The Bible says he'll never leave you nor forsake you. He's always there. I, I, I know. He's been there with me through it all. But nobody knows what I was going through. Bless the name of God. Hallelujah. But God knew. Bless the name of God. He knew everything. Hallelujah. And I cried out to him. I cried and cried and asked him why and why. And he and then that thing passed. But in order for it to pass, sometimes you gotta go through things. Hallelujah. Sometimes you gotta go through things for it to pass. To, for him to purge you of it. And I thank God for his mercy and his loving kindness and his tender mercies. That he doesn't give up on his children. He doesn't give up on those who love him. Because he knows we in this fallen world and we in this flesh and this fallen world. We go through things in life that we didn't ask for. It's no fault of our own. But we have to do our part. The first part that we must do is repent to the Father. And the second part that we have to do is apply the scriptures and not, it's, the Bible says self-control. If I know this is tempting for me, 
make Lord makes a way of an escape, adhere to it, but it's hard to adhere to a way of an escape. When we don't eat on the word daily and hide in our hearts. Hallelujah. It's very difficult. Been there, done that. Because my father made maids escape from me a plenty of times and I did not pay attention to him. Hallelujah. So I want you to know what you have to do your part too. God can't do it on his own. Whether it's through the prayer, fasting. No, it is through prayer, fasting, seeing God praying, crying out, asking forgiveness, and even go to therapy, counseling if need be. But I know that God is a healer for me personally. And God will deliver you, my brother and sister in Christ Jesus, who are struggling with that thing or alcoholism, whatever it is for you. Whatever, however God leads you to deal with it. But ultimately, you seek Him first in all things. The Bible says, it's not the Lord thy God in all things. And He shall direct your path. But I want you to be encouraged today. Know that God loves you. Know that God is a comforter. Know that His mercies are tender. His loving kindness is forever. And you don't give up. Don't hide from God. Don't stop talking to God. Don't do that. That is a trick of the enemy. The Bible says we have the, the ability to come boldly to the throne of grace in the time of need. We have that privilege. And I will compel you to use that privilege, my brother and sister in Christ Jesus, because God loves you you indefinitely and don't you dare think otherwise hey hallelujah don't you think otherwise God loves you with an everlasting love hallelujah and and, and I'm going to tell this last thing to my brother and sister Christ when I had to go through the trials and tribulations this, this season of my life when there was no friends no family there and it was okay because God, and it was nothing that I did wrong. It was God preparing me to let me know that nobody will be by your side. First and foremost, like God. Nobody. And God had to teach me that for a reason. So when I go to battle, I know I don't need nobody else but him. But it took time. But he did that for a, for a test to train me for what's to come. That's what everything the devil means for evil, God turns around and means it for his good. And God gets the glory out of it at the end of the day. And the devil gets uh, tricked up. The devil gets tricked up. Like the mafia movie I watched the other day. You think you got a... He, he, he thought he had a plan. Okay, you got a plan, all right. You got a plan, but your plan failed. And it worked for the, uh, the vigilantes good. So the, the, that's how it is with God. God is righteous and judge in, in, in his judgments. But at the end of the day, the devil thinks he's setting you up for evil, but God takes that thing and throws it in the devil's face and says, aha, look what, I came, what came out of it. So God is just good like that. God is just wonderful like that. He makes you stronger and, and your experiences help other people overcome. That's why you go through it. That's how it brings God glory because you, you help that person to let them know they can make it because you made it. Hallelujah. Because of God's grace and his mercy. So this is what I want you to know, my brother and sister in Christ Jesus, today. On the message that he led me to today. To comfort me. And I want you to be comfort. I want you to be strong. I want you to keep pressing on. I want you to go to the next level. I want you to know that God is forever grace, grateful. Grace, 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 merciful and graceful. To his children. Hallelujah. Because we're in this fallen world. This world is a sin sick world. And let alone our flesh on top of the experience that we have to go through in life. That, that we didn't have to. That, that the devil uh, impede on our, our innocence or whatever the case may be that, that we had to go through. Trauma, stalking and things of those natures. God is good. 
He loves you today, and he's a keeper, he's a mind regulator, and he's a heart protector, and he's a forgiver, and he's a redeemer above all. This is what he means, he saves us from our sins, you understand? This Bible ain't no joke, it's real, it's real. The devil wants us to stay bound as believers. The devil is a liar. Hallelujah. Bless the name of God. This is the, the I mean, scientifically, this is the formula of salvation. Hallelujah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We get depressed. Yeah, yeah, we do. But we ain't got to stay there. Because the Bible tells me otherwise. But at the same time, I'm a firm believer Lord, I want to identify, I want to face this head on with you, God. I need to look at the reality of a situation with you. Help me with this, God. And I, God wants that from us. Because we're being naked in front of him. Because he see everything anyway. He knows everything. Just like Adam. Well, God, I hit God. He, Adam was real. I hear from you because I was naked. He told the truth. But who told you or or the woman? Woman, who, what happened? Woman, why did you do it? Well, the serpent made me talk, deceive me. For everybody blaming somebody, right? Even though those things are true, but I think the best thing they could have did was, Lord, forgive me first, instead of blaming other people. Forgive me first. Yes, the devil did deceive him. Yes, and, and the woman gave him the food, the, 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 the fruit. But Adam should have asked for forgiveness off immediately. Father, Father, I said, forgive me. Forgive me. I, I, I'm standing in the need of prayer. I, I need you. I need your help. Deliver me. Help me. Because this is on me this time. He came. He couldn't blame the woman. Because he didn't have to put it up to his mouth. And then if she did put it in, up to his mouth, he could have moved it away. Or he didn't have to chew. He could have spit it out. I don't know. But but at some point in my life, I had to realize the things that I experienced in my life. I, I had to stop blaming the men. I have to ask God, why am I choosing these type of people in my life? Help me not to do that, God. I need your help in that area. And then he began to show me why I chose those people. Because they were familiar. They had a familiar spirit of a person in my childhood. And I don't want that anymore. those type of people in my life. That don't mean me good. That's here to mean me harm. So you could be attracted to. To what you're accustomed to. That's not necessarily. Was ordained by God. So. My prayer is that. You see God on everything. You got to cry out to God about it. My brother and sister cry out. Because he's tender in mercies. He's a loving God and forgiving God. So I just want you to be blessed today. And know that our God is a healer. He forgives all your iniquities. He's tender and mercy. And mercies. Hallelujah. From from as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy towards those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As a father pities his children, as a healthy father, uh, this is a father that's healthy, as a father who pities his children, so the Lord pities those who fear him. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that beautiful? I thank God for his love today. I thank God for his love. He is so gracious and tender and mercy. Because I know he's been merciful to me because I've done some things. Lord knows I've done some things. 
But that's that's my testimony. God is a deliverer. He's a healer. And he's a forgiver. Because first and foremost, that's the first person we want to please. That's the first essence of the essence of a being God the creator we want to please first and foremost and then everything else falls in line uh, may God have a blessing to the reading of his word I hope you're encouraged today as he encouraged me with scripture and you brother and sister this is for the Christian today you brother and sister in Christ Jesus you be encouraging those who don't know the Lord I would invite you, according to Romans 9, 10, 9, believe in your heart, confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and you shall be saved. Because he died on the cross for every one of your sins. That's the purpose of his death. Every sin that we do or committed or is known in the world, Christ took it to the cross. Therefore, we can be forgiven for it. Because his blood his blood he bled he died that's why they said the blood of Jesus that's the blood the, it's all in the blood that he shed on Calvary for us to be forgiven for everything that we do and that's why we're able to come boldly to the throne the world don't understand Christianity that's why we're able to come boldly to the throne of grace to ask God to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness because of his blood that he shed on Calvary I don't care what the world says. Hallelujah. It's what the Bible says. That's why we're able to stand. Because of his love. Not because of our love. It's because he loved us. He loved me first. I love him first. He loved me first. He loved you first. Because I was all in my mess. Then when I didn't know him. Hallelujah. But he still loved me anyway. So you think he's not going to love me that much more that I'm a child making mistakes? He's going to love me even more so. The Bible says uh, his grace is sufficient in our weaknesses. That's what the Bible says. His grace is sufficient in our weaknesses. I thank God for his word because he's awesome. He's wonderful. He's loving. He's kind. Be blessed in the Lord. I love you today. God bless.